0: All right. Well, welcome back to Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir. And today we're going to talk about (gasps) despair. Yes, we've all felt it, haven't we? Despair is a companion who keeps coming back at you, no matter how far you've traveled along the path toward your writing practice. Things always go wrong, no matter what stage you are. What you visualized often doesn't come to pass. The opportunity you thought you had turns to dust. This is especially difficult for beginning writers because if you haven't yet held your own book in your hands, the despair you might feel over the here and now can seem like it will last forever. You walk into the bookshop and your book is not there and you start thinking it will never be here no matter how much I want it to be here. But it's important for you to know, and I want all of you beginning writers out there to listen to me, it's important to know that even widely published writers experience despair as well. There are setbacks that can threaten their whole careers. There's a sense of being so close to something major that then for one reason or another recedes into the distance, like some amazing deep sea creature that was glimpsed for just a moment. Now, a writer with a few published books has some perspective, I'll grant you that. That writer knows, if they think about it, that the despair they feel today can turn to triumph in a month or a year or a decade because, yeah, it can sometimes take that long. And sometimes, too, it's more satisfying when it comes to you later. Sometimes despair is the vanguard of great success. I know you don't want to hear that. None of us wants to hear that. Um, a, a colleague of mine has this to say about despair. Me and despair, we're old drinking buddies, Seen as how I'm working on my 12th novel manuscript and still trying to sell the first one. Every once in a while I start to wonder why the heck I'm wasting my time writing books no one will read. Yeah, that's definitely despair. And I think sometimes the wondering turns into something that's even bleaker than that. Um, I know a lot of writers, people who have novels with major publishers, people who have excellent reviews, um, and I know some of these people have decided to stop writing, or to stop trying to get published, or to start stop publishing um, because they they have a dip in sales or they have an argument with their literary agent or something else happens. So despair can get triggered by a whole lot of things. And rarely does it have to do with your actual ability to write. I'm here to tell you that usually like with most things in life, it comes to you from the exterior. And then you're trying to raise your expectations while lowering your expectations of what's going to happen while raising your expectations of of the quality of your work it can get very very confusing so what do we say to someone who's feeling this confusion who's feeling this despair who's feeling this sense of it's never ever ever going to happen The truth is that nothing external to you is ever going to carry much weight in this regard. Everyone's breaking point is different, and when someone does reach a breaking point, sometimes you just have to respect it. I'll be honest with you, I've had my heart broken a lot of times, including early in my career when a book that I had written that I had a contract for, but then the contract fell through and then times changed so that things in the book no longer made sense. And I thought, that's it. That's it. You know, I had this one chance. I had this one shot. I had this one opportunity to get this published. It's not going to happen. I am not a writer. That's it. But I do want to change tax here slightly and point out that the fact is Although a fair percentage of writers whine about the hardships they encounter, most of them whine in the same way that college students whine about cafeteria food. There's this hint of secret satisfaction in it. And in a sense, you're living the life you want to live. And any deprivation involved is as much a sign and symbol of your choice as is a success. But we can't deny that the writing life is hard this practice is very very hard it is very demanding and it is a constant struggle to keep the engine running to make progress often in the face of totally random cruelty stupidity incompetence and indifference we all know that you can send your your pièce de résistance, your masterpiece, to a literary agent or to an editor, and if they've had a bad morning, that's the end of it with them. That is so unfair in so many ways, and that's the life we've chosen. Yeah, it's unfair, and we can either deal with that or get out of the profession. I've chosen to stay in. I hope you do too. And the thing is, after a while with this, you start building up some scar tissue. Yeah, you can get paranoid at times. You forget that the deal you think is a make or break important, the situation that has to go your way. You forget that's only part of the journey. Usually, eventually, there's going to be another deal or another break out there. This one is not the only one that will ever happen to you. The other thing is, though, that we make ourselves vulnerable in so many different ways, even if we don't show it to other people. And if we let go of some of that, it can be either a relief or a release, even if it means giving in or sometimes giving up something or part of something that we love. If you grow up writing and you start submitting in your teens, you develop a very thick skin. There's no question about it. I wrote my first novel when I was eight years old. It was absolutely horrible. But I did try to get published. They were right to reject it. But from that very first moment, I knew that I could do better. And I knew that I had something that other people didn't have. And yeah, I cried. (laughs) That's my go-to response to things going poorly in my life, I cried. But then I got up and started writing some more and started writing better. Now, even with this very thick skin, you're still vulnerable, you're still susceptible to the same frustration and envy and everything else that comes with this territory. But because you've developed a thicker skin, you tend to bounce back faster. If you've only come to the writing life late, later, then you don't have that protection. You don't have that extra layer of resilience in that context. This also applies to many of the the writers whose first book or first series of stories achieves a kind of critical mass in reviewers' and readers' minds. Some of these writers, too, have problems later on if they find themselves in any kind of difficulty. They just aren't at first mentally prepared for it. Some of these people could climb mountains or hike 30 miles through thigh-high snow without blinking an eye, but in the context of the writer's life, still don't have the necessary armor. So we have to think about developing a way of looking at criticism, looking at failures, looking at setbacks, without making those part of our persona as writers without making a part of our practice any more than we would say oh I had a bad day I had a quarrel with my significant other I guess we'll break up it we all tend to get very dramatic in these moments and it's a life or death thing it's an all-or-nothing thing and life rarely is that clear-cut but if you can develop the skin this 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 insulation I guess against some of the vicissitudes that are going to come your way as a writer, then you're going to be a lot less likely um, to fall into the despair we were talking about at the beginning of this podcast. Because the truth is the despair isn't going to bring you anywhere you want to be. I have a paragraph here that was written to me by one of my students who said, I despaired once so hard. I decided I wasn't a writer and I wasn't going to write anymore which made the situation worse because I didn't know what else I was. I could think of nothing else to turn myself into because writing isn't a label. It's the same as having a kidney. It just is having confronted that I'm more comfortable. And I think that if you think about it, that could help you be more comfortable too. You are a writer because you write, but you write because you're a writer. And yeah, that sounds circular, um, but it also is true. Most of us who become or are born to do a certain practice, whether that's visual arts or music or writing, um, it becomes who we are as much as what we do. It's not like working retail. It's not like, um, you know, going to the factory. It's permeates all of us so that when we start feeling despair about what we're doing what ends up happening is that we feel despair about who we are and that's something that's very very dangerous this echo of writers can't not write and there are so many stories of despair that have happy endings one way or the other you have to make a choice here Either you recognize you really have no choice and you continue or you find relief and purpose in abandoning that which wasn't as central to your life as you thought. So again, either you're a writer or you aren't. And I'm the first one to recognize that the writing life is not easy. What we are asking of ourselves is so very difficult because We are trying to be the storytellers. We are trying to be the ones that bring this gift to our readers that will in some small or great way change their lives. That is such responsibility that we have to take it seriously and we have to remember that what we're doing is difficult. Having said that, however, the writing life also usually does reward talent and perseverance to some degree you will have some successes. They may not be the successes you aimed for or dreamt about or thought were coming your way, but they may surprise you too. And at core, especially if everything goes to hell in terms of your career, you still have to ask yourself one question that speaks directly to despair. Is my private life, my private practice about my expectations of success or is it about the work? And that ultimately is the question that you need to answer. Thanks for joining me. This has been Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir. And next week we'll talk about revitalizing the creativity so that you don't have to dwell in the slough of despair. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you here next time.